0: y'all. It is me, your host, Lydia T. Blanco. And as always, I am so excited that you decided to join me on the Get My Life Tour and more importantly, show up for yourself. I couldn't be more thrilled, about today's stop on the tour because Mm -hmm. our guest is a phenomenal woman
1: Mm. i met
0: her maybe a year or two ago now and when i launched to get my life tour she was someone who i always had in mind and i saw her again recently and i was like so are you coming on tour you coming on tour coming on (laughs) tour right you coming and today she is here her name is Margot blair and she has a new last name so i'm gonna let her give that one To you, okay? And she is someone who is adamant about collaboration over competition. And it is what has gotten her to where she is. And it has gotten her through a number of experiences that she's had as a woman. And I could not be more excited to have her on the Get My Life Tour. So help mm-hmm. me welcome
1: Margo to the Get My Life Tour. Margo, welcome. Thank you. Thank you, sister, for having me. And I love the vision of Get My Life Tour. And it is just a complete honor to be here. I'm, I'm ready am for- ready this this stop so hopefully everybody else is ready too
0: yeah and you know what they they have to be ready because that's the only way you can show up to give my look, life you, tour,
1: right what they say right like if you stay ready you don't have to get ready right look
0: I was just about to quote diddy myself hey so, okay,
1: diddy thank you
0: <laughs> yes my alter ego I love that man okay cool so I am someone who is always looking for people to collaborate and this connection happened organically. Absolutely. You were someone who I bumped into and then began following and you were just as kind you know, as you were in our email interactions in person. Mm-hmm. And that means a lot, especially during Absolutely. this social Absolutely. and digital age. Right. Mm-hmm. But before I go on lushing over you or gushing <laughs> right in
1: love <laughs> over you, tell us who Margot is in your Absolutely. own words. Absolutely. So, um, Hey everybody, I like to call people family. So you, because Lid's my, Lydia's my family and you're an extension of her family. You're my family too. So Hey family. Um, I am a Margot. Blair. I'm a partnership strategist, a university adjunct professor. And the reality, as Lydia said, I really have a passion for collaboration. Um, for years, I've studied the psychology behind collaboration, which mm-hmm. has put me into position um, to be able to partner with a ton of different people work with different people in different settings um including the obama foundation um being one of my clients working with black enterprise um individuals from dallas mavericks i mean the adp toyota you name it um and it all stemmed from collaboration but it was organic and intentional collaboration at that and honestly, really just getting to a place in my life to say, okay, I know I've been called by God to make a significant impact in the world. I can't, and I don't want to do that on my own. So let me not operate in a silo and who else is out there doing great things. Let's, let's bridge those gaps together. You are incredible. And you're so incredible. I forgot to
0: read the bio because I was so (laughs) hyped about this conversation. So let me go back and set the stage, even though what you said is completely accurate. But you are a partnership strategist and Mm -hmm. the founder of ELDA4U LLC, a professional development training company. You are known for cultivating professional development events in partnership with distinguished companies, some which you've already named. And you have really moved Businesses forward, right? And you're also helping people to secure funding. OK, the F word, Sick. funding, yes. dollars, OK, yes. in partnerships to create lasting impact. Yep. That is so key right now. I love that you do that professionally, but you also do that on a personal level Absolutely. as a woman of the most high, as a wife, as a mother, yep. as, you know, a friend, a daughter, all these things. Tell me more about what drives you to help other people form lasting relationships
1: and how you've been able to do that yourself. Absolutely. I mean it really stems from I think everything stems from our upbringing, right? The experience mm. that we have from 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 the beginning, from the fundamentals. And I didn't see other people who looked like me, other women who looked like me working together number one, but then I was also raised by a single mom who did it All worked corporate you know and then at night was cooking and then was trying to help us with our home I mean you name it that that's what my mom did and you know so seeing her wear out I'm like this like where's her support we had family we had additional family but I'm like where are they and they weren't present um the other side of it, you know, when I mentioned I, I, I didn't really see people like me uh, supporting each other growing up through the teen years, the pivotal years for me, I said, you know, it was it was always a problem. And so I said, I have to be or become the person that I needed when I was younger. That's right. And that is the mantra that I began living my life. Even through the adversity that I would faced growing up, I still knew that I had to become that person. And of course, you know, for a period of time, I, I, you know, was running from my calling and all those things. But when I finally got it together, I was around 16 when we relocated from Washington to Phoenix. But that's where things started changing for me when i i saw okay this is what you're called to do you have to start showing up mm, okay that was that was really good uh, okay. you know our
0: journeys really inform who will we who we will become as we grow up and you know tend to our assignments and our callings in life and it is truly inspiring to know that you were able to look at an area of your life where you were able to identify some insufficiencies, right? I don't want to say lack, yep. but live your life in the way that made up for that, not only for you, but those in your family. And now you're doing it for others, Yes, which is truly inspiring. And it's incredible. You know, we've had conversations about, you know, various things, mm-hmm. but I want to
1: know what has been a get my life moment for you. Oh, a get my life moment. Oh my goodness. Which, which one? How many, how many can I give you? (laughs) Right. Um, no, I would, I would honestly have to say, um, a get my life moment. I'm a, I'm a, uh, oh goodness. I'm going to say 2016. I'm, it was 2016 and I was like two and a half, three years into my business and I had all this passion, but I had no, clue what the heck I was doing. I didn't, I didn't know how to run a business. Right. So I had all this passion, but no, no real strategy. And, um, I had this vision, uh, to, it was called 23 and 23 by 23. I was journeying to empower 23 women in 23 different cities by my 23rd birthday. Okay. Oh, wow. Oh man. And I was, I had no clue how I was going to do it, but I started telling people that I, that this is what was going to happen. And I did it, but here's the thing: the first day, the first day of the tour, it was um, it, it was it was amazing. Everything was set up. I had all thirty chairs set up and handouts there and all this stuff. And I'm watching the clock countdowns at ten thirty, which is which was the start time. And no one's there yet. And I'm just watching the clock countdown, watching the clock countdown. And it's 30 and no one's in the room, sis. And mm-hmm. I'm like, OK, what do I do? No one's here. Should I stop? Should I wait till someone shows up? And then and it was like, nope, you're here. That's what you were called to do. Get started. Mm-hmm. That's literally what I heard. And so I started my music <laughs> and it was um, Go Get It by Mary Mary. And I started my music, walked up into the front of the room and I said, greetings, family. My name is A. Margot Briskey, made, you know, made a name at the time. And this is what we're here to talk about. And I just facilitated the whole experience. And it wasn't until 45 minutes in that one person walks in the room. Hmm. You know what? So pivotal, so pivotal on so many levels that when she walks in the room, she walked in the room right at the very moment where I said, do I have any volunteers for this activity and exercise? Mm. Walks right in the room. It is it is
0: so interesting how we have been called to show up for ourselves. Yes. And in those moments, we we learn that it is a crowd of one who we need to perform for, right? Yes. I often believe that person is the most high. And in doing so, we are able to show up for ourselves. Absolutely. And then those who are meant to come along
1: will come. And divine timing. Absolutely. And, and, and that's the beautiful thing. I mean, you just hit it on the head because the the reality of this, let me, I'm going to replay this, right? Because I said, the vision was 23 and 23 by 23, 23 women in 23 cities. So as I started planning and preparing, I got it, somewhere in my mind, I drew the conclusion that I needed the rooms to be filled, I needed 23 women in every single city, which was, would have been over 500 people, right? Like just do that math. Mm. And when that one, only that one person was there, I said, Oh my goodness. So if one woman in every single city is present, that's 23 women. The vision was 23. Oh God, Mm. get out your own way (laughs) and get into action. The next week I was back home in Seattle, Washington. We were sold out with thirty four people, but had we not had that that had I not had that first encounter where that one woman was there, and I got back into perspective and it and, and really was clear on what the vision was from God right had I not had that clarity it, i i I honestly would have to say that that whole situation would have gone differently, so that honestly was the most pivotal moment was my twenty three city tour mm. Mm Yep.
0: Now, that was a pivotal moment. How did that shape you? Right. How did that prepare you Ooh. for the other moments that came
1: where you needed to show up for yourself? Absolutely. It, it really paid the way for for everything, every experience that I've ever encountered since that day. Um, and specifically, it has shown me that I don't need to ask other people for the permission for me to be great
0: say that one more time
1: just say it I was look, gonna say it for the people in the back just look, say it again if you aren't listening if you aren't taking write this down you don't have to ask other people for the permission to execute your greatness that is what I learned you know what? You could just drop the mic
0: right Love. there and we could be done, but we're not done because I want more. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh my goodness! We ask for so much from. I ask mm. for so much permission. Mm. And I, I, who? Why? You know, it's a learned behavior. Yes. And I think those who really who know that they are great often ask because they are a little fearful
1: of their greatness. Say it again. Oh, my. You know what? Say it again. If we told a mountain to move. Right. Like Let's just talk about the word. The word says that we can command a mountain to move and it'll move. So many of us are afraid to command our mountain to move because when it moves, we're going to know our ability. That's that's the reality of it. And so we. We tend to continue to operate in spaces of mediocrity. We downplay our abilities. We do this, this comparison, the self-sabotage. We go through this imposter syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. We face these internal battles, and then we begin to put, they, they begin to seep out of us in a way, right And, and we're not living up to our, our fullest potential or, or operating at our highest frequency, as I say. Mm, that's really good. So
0: you stop asking for permission. Yes, you sh- were showing up for yourself, and then you began to work with other people. Now I yeah. can't imagine putting on a twenty-three city tour <laughs> by myself. Right? Like I'm going to get right. my life tour. Right. This is going to go out <laughs> on the road after COVID nineteen. It's going to be late. We will be there, Look. but I couldn't imagine doing that by myself. Absolutely. What is it? What was it like partnering? with people. Once you stop
1: asking for permission, it was incredible. It was, it was the most powerful thing. And I'll, I'll be real with you. Um, I, I pivoted into a transitioned into a uh, partnership strategy toward the end of last year. And I didn't even realize that that's what I had been doing since mm. 2015, 2016, um, with this tour and before, but let, let me, let me put this into perspective for all, for all of us, because when I started partnering with people, it was something as simple as let me share my vision and if there's any way that you want to contribute, contribute. What does that look like? And it wasn't just going and asking for funding or hey, pay for someone ticket, you know, sponsor someone's ticket to come to the experience. It was like, hey, I I want to come to this particular city in this particular state. I don't have a venue. Do you have a venue available? And, you know, it, it, and and then it started growing from here. Let me, I I love the vision. I want to give you the venue. You don't even have to pay for it to let me put some money on your (laughs) flight to let me um, pay for a hundred women to, Hey, can you come to my prison? Hey, can you come and speak to my church? I mean, it, it, it was so big, the, where by the end of the experience, right? Cause I, again, I said it, it was a 23 city tour. I didn't share this part with you is that we ended up going to 27 cities serving over 650 <laughs> individuals, women, girls, and I call them allies because some men came to the experiences with their daughters. What are we talking about? You know, look, we're talking about your gift making
0: room That's for you. It. We're talking about, you know, heeding or adhering to the calling. We're talking about being fearfully and wonderfully made That's and it. not being afraid of that. That's it? Oh, my. When we, oh, okay, <laughs> Lydia, look, I'm over here like, Ooh, okay, it's coming. It's coming I'm here looking in the sky. Hands are up because there's something that happens. When we trust, mm. when we just trust, it's hard to work with other people when you have trust issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You feel like you like can't you know, go all in. You don't want to share certain things. It, it affects the way that you show up. I love that you were able to make room for yourself. Mm. By partnering with other people, I I don't think at times we think that there's enough for everyone. Right. So we're like, ah, no, that's mine. No, that's mine. No, I, I really don't. Oh, Margo, come on now Look and give us some more. Well, us some no, more. but
1: you're 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 speaking it, and I was like, oh, do we want to go there? Let's talk about the times we've been burned, right? And and it, it's not even pulling anybody's cards or 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 putting it, you know, airing anybody out. No. But there have been times, right? We're talking about partnership. We're talking about collaboration. But specifically, there, there were times early on where I honestly didn't want to do half of the stuff that I ended up doing. I wanted to come alongside other people's organizations and their, and their ventures. And I'm like, Hey, I have this gift. I, I don't know how to cultivate it yet. You've been doing this for X amount of years. Let me come alongside you and, and be your little star pupil, if you will. And, it, I don't I don't know what it was, but it was that what what I learned over time was that a lot of these women started seeing me as competition when I would mm. be in these spaces or get speaking engagements. Oh, you should start your own business. You should start your own nonprofit. You should start your. I'm like, oh, no, I'm good. I'm good. They th- these people who had already cultivated the experiences weren't hearing the "I don't want to do that." They were just hearing the people telling me what I should do, right? And wow. so they they the opera. So many opportunities were missed because of the oh sh- she she's gonna she's now competition because. And again, I just mm. wanted to come alongside. And when those opportunities didn't happen, not that they weren't available, but it was the, oh, you think you're better or, uh, you know, whatever it was. I said, you know what? This, I, I'm not, I, I'm not, I've never been a part of a clique. I've never run like that. I don't move like this. This is too messy for me. I know I, I think we, we have to execute because there's people who are desperately like we are in the state of emergency right now. We have to bridge these generational gaps and we have to get into action. What are we willing to do to come together? And it wasn't happening. And I right. said, you know what? I'm gonna do this myself. And, and I started moving that way. And again, over time in, in different settings, whether it was a workshop or a conference or, you know, me not necessarily knowing all of the intricate details. At, you know, if, when you first start a, a an event, you don't necessarily know everything that needs to be incorporated. And mm-hmm. so in the beginning, I didn't have all my T's crossed or, or my I's dotted. And there were people who ended up pulling out of of the experiences and they, in the reality, in certain times, these were sisters of mine or friends that I thought mm. and they left me hanging as opposed to, hey, I see you struggling in this area. Let me pour into you or let me connect you here or let me provide this resource for you. And and, and hear me when I say this, because I'm not talking about extending, you know, me me asking for a handout. But but it was a time where I needed a hand up. And it Mm. wasn't extended. Wow. Right? Wow. And so bridges were were, I don't, you know, I don't want to use that cliche about bridges were burned, but it really showed me where people were in this space of women empowerment, but they weren't living that lifestyle. I said, I cannot (laughs) be hypocritical. I said, "I, I can't do this. And so again, all of those experiences really put into perspective for me. I said, if I'm going to be claiming to operate in this space. In the name of women empowerment, I can't pick and choose the women I'm going to empower.
0: Hmm. You can't pick and choose the women who you are going to empower. That is a word. You cannot pick and choose the women who you are going to empower. I really hope that speaks to someone the way that it is speaking to me. Unfortunately, there are so many of us who choose competition over collaboration. Yes. And we don't realize the people who we are competing with mm. are, are not our competition. <laughs> you could get so far, so much further. You could I can't even put the words together right now because my mind is blown, given a number of, ex- of experiences that I've had as right. well. Right. There have been so many women who are older, who are ahead, mm-hmm. who could reach back yes. and don't, or those who are alongside of us who we could be partnering with, but turn a cold shoulder, are they turn or they turn us into the Ooh. competition. Ooh. And no one gets ahead that way.
1: Yes. How did
0: you navigate that? People, you know, saying, ah, I'm
1: good or no, mm-mm, you got to watch out for her. Oh, that's a that's a big one. I, I, I write a lot. I journal. I've always journaled. Uh, well, let me not say always. I, I started journaling when I was 14. And, mm-hmm. you know, what, what mean girls? They had this thing called a burn book. And oh, yeah. <laughs> when I started when I started writing the experiences down and I realized the uh, irritation, the anger, the envy, whatever it was, those negative feelings and emotions. When I realized that what was going on these pages, I, th- I had to throw away the book and I had to really shift my perspective because I was giving so much energy Mm -hmm. To the people who weren't in my corner, who weren't partnering with me, who weren't wanting to be allies, who didn't want to. I'll I'll be 100 percent honest with you. I was focusing so much on those people that I wasn't making my impact. As great as now, as Mm. as 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 much as I could have been. Right. Like I was still doing my workshops. I was still doing my thing. Don't get me wrong, but I was giving just as much energy to the people who weren't showing up to the events, who weren't sponsoring and paying for a ticket. Right. Mm -hmm. And because I was giving that energy or any energy to those people, those things who weren't in my corner. (sighs) It was was taking away from the people that I was called to serve. It was taking time away from focusing on really making a greater impact for a long time. Mm. Honestly, up until last year, maybe early last year, when I finally said, girl, what are you doing? You started this because of this. You started this because of this. You have a way to speak into the lives of other people and other people listen when you speak, how are you called to lead? And that's, that's when it started changing. Oh, that is good.
0: Shift your focus. That's it. Pivot. The power of pivot. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think we, we lose sight of, what it is we're supposed to be focused on when we're offended, when mm. we've been hurt, mm. treated, and you know there is validity to that, absolutely. But we can't live in go. those experiences or relive them time and time again every time we have an experience that reminds us of something that we had to overcome. Correct. It's easy to live in that space, though. That is one thing I will attest to. Oh, absolutely. There's always a reminder. But when you have the, you know, the reality and the experience of overcoming, I think that's what we need to hold on to. Mm -hmm. And I'm so glad that you have been able to. And I'm so thankful that you shared that because it's not an overnight process. The fact that you said, you know, within the last year... It's something that you've been able to come to terms with. I don't assume that it's over, right? And I don't say that, you know, pretentiously or, you know, hmm, presumptuously. Like, oh, I just know every experience you've, you've had. Right, right. But just in life, so many things happen and it's a process. Overcoming is a process. Oh, to, oh my goodness, to all the people tuned in, I truly Hope that you are listening with your heart because there are so many of us who have been offended yes. and have been treated as if we are or were disposable mm. or have been, you know, <laughs> we've been made to feel like we are in competition mm. with others and it has stopped you. Keep going. Mm. What Margot is sharing is a testament to what you can have, yeah, if you keep going. That's I, a woman, look, look. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my goodness! Have have any of those people come back? Have you had any full circle moments with those people? Yes.
1: Yes. And what has that been like? Yes. It has been very interesting. So I'm gonna tell you. So I mentioned something a little bit earlier, and I said um one of my clients was the Obama Foundation, right? I want to emphasize this here because that's where everything started coming back full circle for me and some of these others. Here's why. I knew I was called. I knew I had a gift. I knew I had a very, very powerful ability of speaking life into other people. But I was still playing small. I, I battled with imposter syndrome for for many years. Um, Me too, girl. Look, now the Obama Foundation situation was an interesting thing because I actually applied to be a part of what they. It was a community leadership. Program, so I applied to be a part of the program, and they declined my application. I was so hurt. And the interesting thing about it was, it was focusing on business development. So me, you know, again, I'm trying to be you to grow my business and do all these things, and you decline my application. So it was it not good enough, and you know what? What was all these things started flooding my mind, and then I get a call a week later. Um, and it was the Obama foundation. I said, what y'all want? What you you calling my phone phone? You know? And I was, I was definitely in my feelings until they said you didn't get the other email. I'm like, yeah. Okay. Slow. What are you talking about? No, I got one email. Y'all rejected me from the program. What are you talking about? I was supposed to get another email. They said I was supposed to get two emails same day. One was rejecting me from the program because they wanted to hire me as a consultant because I was, I quote, overqualified for the community leadership core program. Girl, I nearly fell out of my chair. And (laughs) that moment was so pivotal for me because again, playing small, right. Battling with this thing that, 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 that it, it, this phenomenon called the imposter syndrome. And it still took, even after the experience of, of, of hearing that, right. I'm overqualified for the program, going through the six months, building up, growing with training, consulting with, um, 11 that grew into 33 individuals, different business ventures. I still didn't think I was qualified. I still questioned myself until the next year where the, it was the first time in 20 so that experience was 2018 2019 was the first time where I said out loud the Obama Foundation was my client. I wasn't wow. able to own it because I didn't recognize my worth. That When I was able to own it and say, oh, no, they were a client of mine, everything started shifting. Black enterprise experience, executive coach, uh, uh, Detroit Startup Week, Phoenix Startup Week. uh, I mean, these back-to-back experiences, partnerships out out the wazoo with my own organization, helping other people cultivate their own partnerships, start building up their partnership portfolios. Everything was birthed from me owning mm. my significance. Not that that I'm defined by that. By no means, don't please don't get it twisted. But this 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 ability that I had, uh, the the gifts that I had, right? Those were only one part of really serving other people. I really had to recognize my worth, and it wasn't wrapped up in an experience. Or who others said I was or wasn't. It was, but I had to embrace my value and my worth. And when I was able to do that, I started moving differently and these people started seeing me differently. Because again, I was able to own mm. my excellence. Because that's what we are.
0: Wow. Wow. You know, there are so many things (laughs) in what you said, and what I am taking away, and (laughs) others will take whatever you know resonated with them. Resonates within, yeah. Oh, Oh my! You know, we can't experience even our fullness when we don't believe it. Oof.
1: And other people recognize when you
0: don't There's, own it. Right. And then those who recognize it mm. are the ones who either will root for you or misinterpret you or mistaken, better yet, mistaken, you yeah. as, their competi- as their competition. Yep. Or take so advantage of So it's so important it. to... Hello. Look. Okay. It is so important to know who you are and own it. You said yep. ownership. Yep. And that is such a big part of getting through. Yes. Sometimes we don't realize we have everything we need. We're going through whatever processes because we don't own it. Mm-hmm. And there's so many people looking to us and they're like, hmm, okay. Either like I see you or hmm, I see you. Okay.
1: Right. You're, you're skating toward the edge, but you're not crossing it. So if you're not crossing mm-hmm. it, boom, I can I can still because I'm across it, right? I'm an executor, I'm an action taker. So I'm across the line. So Brian Tracy mm-hmm. said, how many people are in this world getting paid more than you simply because they're willing to take action? Huh. Mm. I clearly need to go
0: reevaluate my life. Um
1: thank you Look, for sharing that quote with me. Because- Brian Tracy. <laughs> Secrets of a Millionaire, I think that's what it is. I'll, I'll send you the video too. Oh, yes. That's good. Yes. I love a good resource, y'all. Yes. Go check that out.
0: You know, it sounds like to me that you took one hell of a bet on yourself mm. Mm. and it has paid. For mm. itself and out ten times over, and mm. you know that's uh, me putting a good number on it. I can't even <laughs> imagine, right? Because you're not done. Oh no! Like your gift is still making room for you. you have so much life to live, but, and I am motivated. I am sp- inspired to continue to take risks and bet on myself and take the leaps of faith yes. that I need to take because you are living proof mm. of what happens when you bet on yourself, when you choose to trust yourself, when you are not phased or mm. easily offended and you're willing to continue to pursue your dreams. Mm. Yes, oh, I received goodness. that. That's powerful. Uh.
1: When you, you know, what is this? Go ahead. Go, nope, go ahead. Nope, oh, you no. got it.
0: You speak, woman.
1: Look. You speak. <laughs> what you just said, something that I followed for so long and I, te- I, I taught, the, when, I, when I was working with the young girls and, and then, it, you know, of course the mantra continued, but I, I used to say this and I still keep it in my back pocket When I, every now and again when I need it. I say, when you are not operating and functioning in your highest frequency or in your purpose, in other words, You're not just robbing yourself. You're robbing other people who are called to do life with you from their opportunity to experience their breakthroughs. Mm -mm -mm. You have to say that again.
0: And I mean, verbatim.
1: Look, please, when you are not functioning and operating in your highest frequency, a.k.a. your purpose, you are not just robbing yourself. You are robbing other people of their opportunity to experience their breakthroughs. It all comes back to us willing to bet on ourselves. You said it. That's that's what it is. You have to be willing to bet on yourself. You have to be willing to show up 100% of the time. You are called to show up. Whether other people show up, that's, that, that ain't got nothing to do with you. <laughs> you are called to show up, stand in your truth, function in operating your truth, and give mm. every ounce of what you have. Mm. But at the same time, as you're giving, right, as you're pouring into somebody else, you should also be having someone pour into you the power of reciprocity. The power of reciprocity. Mm.
0: You know, I love that we've spoken about collaboration over yep. competition, yep, and what has just come to me is that we need to collaborate mm. with ourselves mm. and we need to unlearn the affirmation. ooh, I am my own competition, ooh. How can you win if you're betting against yourself? If everywhere you go, you have to take yourself with you. Mm. If you are squaring up against yourself mm. in every fight, how can you win?
1: Mm. You can't. Wow. Hmm.
0: Wow. I cannot believe we are already at this point on this (sighs) tour. There has to be part two. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe it. (sighs) But we are at the point where it is time for you to leave it all on the stage. Okay. This is your opportunity for you to drop the mic. And I I tell people all the time, jokingly, but it has become my line. (laughs) You can fall on this, the spectrum from Obama out or the sexual chocolate and coming to America. There's all, there's already so much that you have, you've given us, Mm. but what is it that
1: you want to leave on the stage? What I will leave on the stage for this part of the tour Mm. is that you have every single thing in you that you need to execute your greatness. You just have to be willing to tap in.
0: There you have it. M- Margot, let people know how they can stay connected with you, because I am certain that there is someone who's probably already Googled you, <laughs> been on your website, <laughs> following you on Instagram. But for those who have just been listening and taking notes, let them know how they can stay connected with you.
1: Absolutely. Across all social platforms, a Margot Blair a Margo Blair across all social platforms. Connect with me. I'd love to do life with you. And let's figure out if you need to focus on your partnership strategy, let's talk about it so you can get into action and continue making an impact in the way you've been called to do so.
0: Hmm. You know, I get so comfortable. I just drop the egg altogether. <laughs> I'm
1: like, Margo, 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 Look,
0: I'm like, let me just call you sis. Good look, that's it. You know what? This has been incredible. I cannot thank you enough. I have gotten more than I thought I needed. Look. And I hope that everyone tuned in has as well. Yes. You know, if you want to stay connected with the Get My Life Tour, do so on all social platforms at the Get My Life Tour with the exception of Twitter because the Get My Life Tour was too long. So it is at Get My Life Tour. Join our mailing list, our Facebook community, the Get My Life Tour Backstage. And if you got what you needed on this stop of the tour, let us know on social media. Download this episode wherever you are tuned in and leave a review, a comment. I want to know how this stop on the tour is helping you as you practice showing up and taking center stage in your life. If you want to stay connected with me, of course, do so on all platforms at Lydia T. Blanco. And, you know, what? let's just give it up one more time for a Margot Blair. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I am having a fan girl moment. Okay, um, I'm, I'm like, can I meet you backstage? Can I get your autograph? Girl. You got a T-shirt you're selling, sign it. <laughs> this has been incredible. <laughs> this has been
1: incredible. Thank you so much, beloved. Mm, thank you, thank you. Like I, I, I needed this too. I feel like mm. we just like had like like a whole girls' night, like. Minus the wine, you know, because I'm like totally due in like a day. Um, but nonetheless, <laughs> but yes, like this, I, I needed this. This was this was amazing. Yes. So thank As you for your vision and for it. again, showing up. Thank you.
0: You are so welcome. This has been a true treat. Until we meet again on the next stop of the Get My Life Tour. It has been real peace to mm-hmm.